Welcome to another edition of My Drive on Cast 11. It is Thursday. We operate a day ahead, Friday the 10th. And today, our special guest host is Grant Casada. Is it Casada or Casada? Casada. Casada. It's just, oh, that's where Q comes from. Yeah, that's what no, you call yeah. your quesadilla sometimes. Yeah, I got that a few times. Okay, okay. Yeah. I like quesadilla it's better than Q. Yep. He's our special guest host. And of course, we all know he's one of the operators and owners of Founding Fathers Collective in Prescott. Welcome, dude. Hey, thanks. I appreciate it. We just sit I see Batman night. back there helping us out. Batman, so. research How you guy. <laughs> How you doing, dude? Back there. Doing good. Yeah. He does talk as well. Yeah. Um, well, like we always do, Grant, these weekly shows, we just cover the top events and news stories of the week. Pretty short show. And then talk a little bit about you because you're kind of interesting. So let's get into it. Top news is the Prescott Valley Recreation Events Guide just came out, What you see on the screen there. Yeah. Um, and that's got all the events happening for the spring starting in um, May, basically, or March. So pretty excited about that. And the featured event is Rhythm and Brews happening May 21st. So keep a track on that. You guys should come out. I, we will, yeah. I'll put it on my calendar and uh, we'll, we'll be out here May So 21st. why I say that is Founding Fathers, how yeah. many beers do you guys have on tap there in Prescott? So we have 65 uh, beers on tap. So beers, cocktails, wines, kombuchas, um, and even some non-alcoholics for little kids. Okay. Which it, it's always kind of funny seeing kids go up to the beer tap wall and pour themselves something and adults are kind of like, what is going on? Oh, well, we, don't, we can't have that. So, yeah. So we're the largest self-serve uh, tap wall system in the state. And I think we're the fifth or sixth in the country. So that's yeah. awesome. So if you haven't been to Founding Fathers, it's not only 65, which you say is one of the largest state self-serving yeah. beer taps yep. in the state. What else do you guys have there? Because it's super interesting. It's this collective. Yeah. So we have a, it's about a 14,000 square foot building and we have a, um, a 65 wall tap wall. We have a uh, award-winning barber shop. So last year we won uh, one of the top I, I 10. I don't need that. I'm sorry. <laughs> we, we're good at number ones all over. Okay. Just, <laughs> I'm a pro. That's all I do. Number one. Sweet. Um, but John Hancock Barbershop. So that's uh, a nine chair barbershop. We're open seven days a week, six days a week, nice. uh, 12 hours a day. We have a specialty coffee shop, merchant coffee shop. Uh, we have a functional fitness gym, which is Founders Gym. Uh, our buddy Robert owns um, the jiu-jitsu studio there. Cool. And then we have a small retail area. We're getting ready to add an addition to one of the rooms downstairs, and it'll be kind of like a cigar nice. whiskey lounge. And then we have kind of a member speakeasy that's hidden in a back corner uh, I with just a bribed somebody to get in. There. Yeah. yeah I know. <laughs> if you throw a dollar, you're in. Sweet. Um, and then a ton of outside space. So we have some putting greens out on the back patio. We have several uh, fire pits. We're getting ready to do a bocce ball court. Nice. A dog run on the uh, other side of the creek. And so we got a couple food trucks outside. So I mean, it's a, yep. I don't know, quite a vast array of. You guys are always busy. All, all so anybody who has not been to Founding Fathers in Prescott, it's if you're from Prescott Valley, Chino Valley, it's worth it. If you're in Prescott and you haven't heard of it, you just never get out. Um, check it out. And that's one reason why I want to have you on here. Yeah. No, and if we can get you involved with Rhythm and Brews, that would that'd be great. It yeah, supports we, uh, Humboldt Education Foundation. So okay, cool. 100% proceeds go to that. Yeah, I'd love to help out. So the other um, premier event happening in May is Prescott Valley Days. That happens every year, put on by the Prescott Valley Chamber. Check that out. I'm sure they probably already have some prelim info online at the Prescott Valley Chamber website. Check that out. Quick segue. Yeah. Oh, look whose ad is up. 
That's rad. Too. There we go. There you go. Okay. Uh, Chino Valley Job Thanks. Fair, February 18th. Check that out. Um, a lot of people looking for jobs or looking for better jobs. And I, I got to ask, so the next edition of our magazine, TG Magazine, covers mm-hmm. the rise of the trades. Um, and it's a really important edition because we are pivoting to discussing on an ongoing basis, this isn't a one-off, uh, talking about everything from water management to education to jobs, attainable housing, yeah. um, self-responsibility, all those things that make up a community. I think I'm going to guess you're pretty fortunate in that we have a very large veteran population. I think a lot of people don't know you're a veteran. So I'm guessing you tap into a lot of your veteran community to come work with you, which is a natural thing because your tribe has the housing situation and all that's been going on in the past with COVID been affecting your ability to staff up? Uh, no, not really. Honestly, we, so we employ, um, I think right now we're about 65 and our attention rates like 90, 92%. And so we've been open now for 17 months. Um, outside of, I guess, COVID and everything that has been happening the last two years, We've been very fortunate just having a really a great team. I think we have about 10, 10, of the, 10 ladies and gentlemen that are prior veterans. Right. So that helps a ton um, with just be, being able to kind of pull them in and, and uh, kind of turn them loose on So what, new what can you attribute that so. to? Because you see other business owners around you. It's, it's mm-hmm. pretty obvious. It's, this isn't a, a negative. It's just an observation on how yeah. we make it better um, struggling with staffing. So what do you, what can you attribute a 95% staff upgrade and a high retention? What is, what is that? What's happening? Yeah. So I, I think the two biggest, um, factors in that, that I see that we've, that is working for us is one culture and then two leadership. We talk and about s- that a lot, right? Yeah. Research guy. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. So culture is everything. And obviously a huge part of that is for Jesse and I, my, my business partner, we kind of had a, di- a very clear direction of where we were going and what we're about. And so our core values are community connection and care. And that is kind of the lens that we really tackle everything that we're trying to do or accomplish in the community. And so build a very strong culture and then inviting our team into that and then the right. rest of the community. But a huge part of that too, is the ability to relinquish the reins and give ownership, um, to our team. And You're so, looking for leaders. Yeah. So the ability for them to come in, take ownership, feel like they have, they have the autonomy to, to kind of choose, uh, make the right or wrong decisions either way, but it, it's a learning curve for them. Um, and we don't micromanage by any means, you know, we put them in you those positions. Brew. Yeah. <laughs> We're not getting there yet. We will at some point. Um, but you know, the goal really is like put very clear, concise, uh, directions right. of what, what we're expecting of them. And then at the end of the day, a huge part of that is giving them the, the freedom to actually succeed or fail. But you know, no one person or one individual or one choice is going to, to fail the business, you know, and I'd much rather have a lot of individuals that are proactively problem solving and thinking outside right. the box and feel like they're adding value to what we're doing compared right. to, automatons that, that are just being told yes, what to man. do. And it, yes, it's, it's, it gets very exhausting for us on our end. If we're constantly 
telling everybody what to do or were the choke point of the right or wrong decision. You know, right. it's, there's a lot of stuff that happens there where days will go by and I, I had no idea. And it's like, Oh, it's a good choice. Thanks. You know, so we talk about that a lot in our organization. Um, and another way to put it is we give people their sandboxes. We mm-hmm. give them clear, well delineated or defined yeah. uh, fence lines and say, make it happen. Yep. And along the way, you're going to make mistakes. I make them all the time. I know you yeah. can, it's easy to admit that as a leader because you realize that's the way to learn and stretch yourself. Uh-huh. Um, what's interesting about what you just mentioned on your retention and your staff upgrade is that's what the employment industry is saying right now is because we attend these job fairs, we look at the data, people are looking for culture. Mm-hmm. We know the data says uh, retention and things like that are are directly related to culture and helping to cultivate people as yep. opposed to, like you said, a bunch of robots asking for permission. Yeah, um, I'm fortunate, we're fortunate. My CEO gives me my, my budget, which I run, um, gives me my sandbox and he says, make it happen. Here's our mission. Mm-hmm. A, we have a very clear mission, but beyond that, I just come say, we just did this. Oh, cool. Well, we tried this, didn't work. Throw it out. Yeah. Nobody even knows. Yeah, it, it's it's huge to be able to to create culture and then really relinquish the reins and kind of give it over to the team because they're gonna they're the ones that ultimately are gonna carry out what you're trying to yep. create and envision. And then they are the culture standard, you know, the standard to the yep. to what you've created. And so if they can't believe in what we're doing, then obviously we're failing at some level. And then two, it really it's becomes very exhausting for the business owner or um, the head team, if they, if they don't have buy-in at, at all levels, another huge part of that too, is if you have any kind of toxic individuals, I mean, you just need to get rid of that quick, you know, politely address, um, the issue with those individuals and, and try to salvage or maybe reinvigorate them and and, reposition them possibly clearly. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they very well could be out of Maybe they're not playing the best role suited for their strengths, right. and so trying to find that. But if it if you can't resolve that, or if you can't pivot and shift, then the time comes where it's just a, a quick, polite, you know, like Sayonara. Hey, yeah, yeah. Hey, cult, culture fit is not there, and you know it's time to go. We all so. get better at that, and hiring is really difficult interviewing because yeah. everyone's always representing themselves in a perfect light. I, yeah. I want to know your faults, not your strengths. I, yeah. I already know your strengths. I'm, you're here interviewing. I think one of my favorite things to do is if somebody's not working out, finding a better spot, they've been showing up every day, their attitude is good, but maybe their lack of a better term, failing at mm-hmm. what we hired them for. Yeah. But we know the attitudes there, but for what they are hired for, maybe they don't have the aptitude. I love attitude. Yep. I can cult. I can cultivate aptitude, right? We all learn over oh, time, yeah. practice, yeah. and then finding a position for me, and then they flourish. Mm-hmm. That's to me sometimes the golden moments of being in an organization. Yeah, I, I completely agree. And then a huge part of it too for the two, Jesse and myself is we see ourselves as as the business owners and the creators of the whole concept. Um, while people are kind of underneath our banner and working for us, we're responsible for their success or failure right. to some level. And so uh, whether they're on loan to us for a couple months or two or three or five years, it, we keep it very present of mind that our vision and direction going forward, <clears throat> sorry, and what we're trying to accomplish is not necessarily theirs. And so they can, 
jump in and be a part of it. But at some point, everyone, everybody has their own kind of ideas of what they wanted to be doing with their life. And so really we have a whole backside program to where we're helping curate and, and really try to help them figure out what they want to do. And, and then when they leave, hopefully they're leaving a lot better than when they got there, you know, and they have, they're an asset to the next location they're going to or to themselves. Right. Um, and so, because it, essentially they, they move on, they're going to go somewhere else and they become an extension of the last place they worked. And, right. and if they leave and they're like, man, founding fathers was garbage or this is everything that's wrong. Um, one that's human nature, but two, you know, it, people tend, tend to be, pessimism is a lot, a lot easier than optimism. Right? Yep. So I'm always trying to, I guess, um, garner those relationships sure. and really, well, I, th- I think so. what we're going to do is have you back for um, we're launching an effort through the trades uh, edition of TG Magazine, as I was alluding to earlier, on an open, ongoing discussion about all these topics, mm-hmm. whether it's uh, growing your business, the challenges of housing, the challenges of the whole new attitude with employees. Oh, I don't work weekends, right? Yeah. You know, how do you cultivate people to get to the next level without giving them a handout, but giving them a hand up? Personal yeah. responsibility was what we're getting into. Let's segue to a couple other topics, but we're definitely going to have you back for um, these other topics. Leadership and self-development. We want to do. Housing. Um, so other things going on. So you guys know, uh, it started on February 6th. I-17 has got some closures. Uh, go to the ADOT site for more info. Don't want to be late for work or Grant won't let you serve beers at Founding Fathers if you're late. <laughs> um, then segueing to... I found some of these results of the latest Prescott Police speed enforcement locally, I think off of Willow Creek and some other areas, how fast these people were going. Yeah. Um, there's one in here that was 81 miles per hour on Pioneer Parkway. Yeah. It's not pretty, the Audubon. No. <laughs> well, there's some good turns over there. So, so Prescott PD doing their things to keep us safe. Uh, kind of an interesting article if you guys want to check that out. One that I like, your articles, your ads up again. Hey, um, I appreciate that. Not a problem. That's Batman, thanks. I got some free beer coming to you. Yeah. All right. Well, he's going to take credit for it, but the person who wants the beer is probably on the other side okay, of the wall. Okay. But you give a beer for the video. Don't listen to him. Yeah. Sweet. Um, there is a hazardous waste collection event coming up for Prescott. This is a good one, March 7th through the 25th. I love these. Yeah. It's your pesticides, probably your batteries, stuff like that. Don't throw them in the trash. Check it out. Right, they go in the recycling trash. Right, yeah, recycling that, trash, okay. whatever it is, be good. Moving on, um, I'm looking forward to this. I don't know oh, if you know about cool. this no, pecan no wine idea. festival returns to Camp Verde in March. Okay, wine consortium. Are you familiar with these guys? Never heard of it. Sounds awesome. So you're kind of in the business. Yeah. Um, they got a whole cool thing going on in the Verde with the whole wine trail and mm-hmm. what's going on from Cottonwood to the Verde. Check that out. You can always just uh, search. Uh, wine on the search box on signalsaz.com to find out more about it. That is coming up in March. Then, of course, good news for Prescott. Yeah. Your packages may come a little quicker. I'm not going to guarantee that. I heard about this whole project. Yeah. It's like so 12 good or news, Prescott new jobs and FedEx. So, some okay. jobs. Yeah. Uh, Prescott Valley is getting Amazon. I heard about that. Uh, mm-hmm. Which I'm not happy about because. Uh, it's easier I for get your... endless boxes from my <laughs> wife. What it's called, it called uh, I, saw, I saw a meme a little while ago, but it said uh, Primnesia. And it was, 
it was like a photo of a door and all these random Amazon boxes. Oh. And it said Primnesia. You know, when, you, when you've ordered so much, you have no idea. My wife was out of town for in the two weeks. Yeah. And I was really stoked. Not that I wasn't going to miss my wife. I, I did. But she had to take care of some family issues on the West Coast. During that whole time, yeah. for two weeks, boxes arrived. There were probably 20 boxes unopened by the time she got back. It didn't stop. I love her. And I know part of it was business. She's probably listening to this. But that's, you know, Amazon these days and FedEx. FedEx drivers and UPS drivers know our goats. And yeah. they're like a regular thing at our property. Yeah. So anyways, good jobs. So our region's growing a little bit. That's good. Don't want to get in the magic word growth right now. We'll do that for another podcast. Oh, man. Yeah, it's crazy. And I wanted to segue to, you know, we've been talking about jobs and uh, beer fest. This is the Founding Fathers Collective. You can check them out at foundingfatherscollective.com and Prescott uh, Grant Quesadilla <laughs> <laughs> Q, as we call them. So let's talk about you. We talked about your business a little bit. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about your background. How'd you get into this? How did you end up landing in Prescott? Where are you from? Yeah, I grew up in Prescott. So my folks are originally from California. They moved here when I was about four. What part of Cali? Corona, like okay. Orange County, Riverside area. Yeah. Um, so they moved up here back in the early 80s. Uh, grew up here with a younger sister and brother. Um, got in a little bit of trouble at, after high school and or during high school. And then I, I kind of moved out to uh, Missouri after the high school years. You must have gotten a lot of trouble to have to go to mis oh, misery. Man. Yeah. Well, actually, my wife and I were dating at the time, and we broke up, and so uh, I didn't know what to do because I was like, I just, I just need to get out of Prescott. And so, were you the guy that posted all those um, pamphlets on telephone poles that be said, "Hey, uh, leave a voicemail at this phone number of your best <laughs> Chewbacca imitation"? No. Some dude broke up with his girlfriend. Yeah. And then he posted leaflets throughout That's town. That's so funny. And she got man. hundreds of Chewbacca <laughs> imitations. I thought it was oh, the man. best That's, breakup. That's Legend. a good, like, it's not innocent violent. joke. It's yeah, annoying, it's but it's pretty good. funny. Yeah, and some, they, they play some of the messages in the videos. Yeah. So I'm sorry. Go no, ahead. No, that's pretty good. No. <laughs> so we, we, uh, I ended up moving out to Missouri. I got into uh, cutting hair. So I was a hairdresser for about three years. Um, that was a little. I remember it, when you it, first started out here, you had that yeah. little gig over there on uh, Sheldon or uh, South Montezuma. Yeah. yeah. And so cut hair for a little bit. That was a little boring. Um, or I guess I enjoyed it, but I felt like I could do something more. So right. joined the military and went and spent uh, eight years in the army um, the whole time in special operations. And then that was from 2006 to 14. Okay. Uh, got out in 2014. You. Yeah, you bet. Uh, thanks for your support. I just yep. learned that the other day. I, you kind of, as a veteran, you're always, you hear people say, thanks for your service. And you don't know how to necessarily respond mm -hmm. You're welcome. To that. And so a, a friend was like, oh, yeah, the, the thing to say is thank you for your support. And I was like, that's actually the best yeah. best line I've heard. Uh, so my wife and I had gotten married after joining the military. And when we moved back to Prescott, um, we had one son at the time. Now we have three kids. And I started uh, a one-chair barber shop, which there's there's the shop. We just It's a very cool place. Yeah. So I, I took it from one chair in, in the span of about uh, 16, 14 months, two locations and eight shares and a, an awesome team. And then uh, kind of kept growing it for about four years. I partnered with a buddy of mine, Jesse Burke. That guy's slightly intelligent. He's probably the most 
broadly competent, capable human I've ever met. Yeah, uh, he's, he's just like you're talking to a, a Google oh, yeah. human. Yeah, he's you're talking to him. And he's a great guy, great yep. communicator, but you can just tell that he's buzzing between his ears. Oh, yeah. The, guy, the guy's brilliant. So um, just a very, very competent and broad bandwidth of just what he's capable right. of doing. Uh, so Jesse and I partnered, I actually hired him on as a consultant to uh, help me grow. And then as I kept telling him kind of what I had envisioned and what I wanted to do, um, we realized we, we shared a lot of the same values and principles and ethics and we're both from Prescott. Uh, so he's a veteran as well. He is. He's yeah. an Air Force veteran. And then his wife, my wife and I have all known each other since second grade. And so he was a, wow. a couple grades above us. Uh, we all moved back to town about the same timeline and, um, Anyways, we ended up partnering, buying the building we're in. This was 2018. Took about a year and a half to get it up and running uh, and open, which was October of 2020. Uh, but now we're at, what, 16, 17 months. We've been right. operationally you know, in the black since month one and growing at about a 10 or 11% a month. So it's good. You know, It's like a lot of pivots. And you have any place yet? 65. Nice. So, yeah. So who's better, USMC or US Air Force? Is that an ongoing USMC? Well, man, or you're, I would say your army, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I grew up playing sports. I, I really enjoy sports. However, I, um, I just, I could never gravitate towards professional sports. The older I've gotten, just because I find it slightly silly that grown people care that much about sports, and, <laughs> and it's like you just. These kids are 20, 21, making millions of dollars, and somehow people think that their opinion matters or that right. it's like, oh, my gosh. Oh, that's a whole other podcast. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, however, if Tom Gans out there uh, over at Priority Family Medical, he's going to say Rams all day, and I, I didn't even know who was playing until today. So the other team, which I guess is the Bengals. Bengals. Yep. Yeah, they have been around for like three I, yeah, decades. I didn't even know they were a franchise still. <laughs> I was like, these guys are still, they're still oh, this is awesome. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going for the Bengals <laughs> just so uh, Tom can vote for the, the Rams. But um, yeah, you know, lo I loved playing sports. I just too busy to focus too much on them these days. Um, cool. I get, I know we are hosting a huge NFL uh, Super Bowl party at yeah, if you want to talk on about Sunday. That. So that'll, that'll be great. I know we have beers and wings and, all day happy hour and several TVs that'll be on. And that's at the founding fathers collective in Prescott. You want yeah, to give people two, an address? 218 North Granite street, uh, Prescott eight, six, three, zero five. And then we're right behind the new Hilton double tree that yep. opened. Great place. So on, on the corner of Montezuma and Sheldon. Um, we have a ton of outside space. So we have you a did. cornhole and we have, like I said, I think we have four, four different holes for putting greens now. And we have some food trucks food and trucks, obviously yeah. plenty of copious amount of beer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bar. I guess everything you do when you watch sports ball. So. There you go. Well, dude, thanks for coming in. Yeah. I want you back because I want to talk about some of these other issues because I know you guys are big on mindset, personal responsibility, all those things that run through your tribe that we're really starting to address on um, within TG Magazine. What we're going to be doing awesome. is okay. um, we bridge the print and digital divide. We have our QR code network. You can read an article in the magazine, but then you scan a QR code and those videos that you're taking to expound on yeah. what we're talking about in the magazine. We're really, as I mentioned, pivoting TG Magazine to address everything from housing, but more importantly, um, collaboration. This isn't to create a bigger divide or schism. It's like 
We need to start talking about it more collectively, yep. Yep. no pun intended, and then start coming up and sharing ideas and what is attainable housing or affordable housing, how you do it. So I'd like to have you back to talk about that because I think I think a huge part of your that is mindset, mindset is man. relevant. It's huge mindset. It, it's all about because that's an issue, right? It's a it's a problem that we're all faced with here in the region, but you need individuals that can creatively and collectively work together, but right. they're approaching the problem through a lens of optimism instead of pessimism. And I think it's once again, too many people default to kind of that pessimistic mind frame. They actually don't uh, understand how to think outside the box creatively and work collaboratively right. with people and they just see a problem. And so therefore they, they can't really see past the problem. They don't have yeah. the, kind of the lens of the mindset to to get creative and problem solve. And it's it's a discipline. You know, yeah. so I think you have a lot of people that are inherently too either too lazy or too they just it's easier to be pessimistic than it is to be creative and optimistic. Yep. So agreed. Well again, appreciate you being here. Grant Cazada, uh, Founder Fathers Collective in Prescott. Check them out for Super Bowl weekend Sunday. That's an, that's it. Thursday. What is this? What's the date? I always forget. Yeah, May today, 10th. February 10th. <laughs> February 10th. Uh, my drive on Cast 11. Watch those roundabouts. Good day. Yeah.